Well, for the last several weeks, I've been in Psalm 23 doing a series of messages on what is probably the favorite psalm of most people, Psalm 23. And so today I want to think about the subject of how to face death without fear. Now, we're going to read Psalm 23, the first four verses. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And today we come now to verse number four, which says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Well, there's that word, fear. And we all know the meaning of that word, don't we? Fear is one of the most debilitating emotions known to the human race. Fear can penetrate the heart. It poisons the spirit. It can paralyze your soul. It can affect you not only emotionally, but it can affect you spiritually, and it can also even affect you physically. Fear. We all have fears of different things. But probably one of the most common fears among human beings is the fear of death. The fear of death. And, you know, some people listening to me right now, you may have had a near-death experience. I'm one of those people who has had a near-death experience. Let me tell you how it happened to me. I went horseback riding, and everything was going great until the horse started bouncing along out of control. I wasn't prepared for that. I tried my best to hang on to the horse, but I got thrown off. But just when it seemed like things couldn't get worse, they did get worse because when I fell off the horse, my foot remained caught in the stirrup. And so there I was, hanging head first to the ground, and with every uh, leap of the horse, my head was banging onto the ground harder and harder as the horse kept going faster and faster. And just as I was about to give up hope and lose consciousness, thank God, the manager of Walmart came out and unplugged the horse. <laughs> yeah, that's a fictitious story. But I'll tell you what's not fictitious, and that is the fact that many people go through life with a fear of death. How do we overcome that? How do we get beyond the fear of death? You know, if you'll just listen to the message today, I think you're going to learn this. We all have to face death, but some don't have to fear death. Now notice I said some. The some that I'm talking about who don't have to fear death are the people of God. Those who know the Lord as their shepherd, they don't have to fear death. 
Now, if you're a person who doesn't know Christ, if you're not a Christian, you should fear death and what comes after death. But if you're saved, if the Lord truly is your shepherd, if He's the Lord of your life, then you can wear a t-shirt every day of your life that says, no fear, written across the front. You can face the future in this life without fear. You can face death without fear when the Lord is your shepherd. And so I want to share with you this morning in this text the good news of how that you can face death without fear. So let's look at how to do that according to this passage of Scripture. Number one, don't be afraid of death's power. Okay? Got that in your mind? Don't be afraid of death's power. David said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Now, you may not know this, but over in the Holy Land, in the land of Israel, there is actually a valley that is known as the Valley of the Shadow of Death. It originated centuries and centuries ago beside a freshwater stream in a valley located between Jerusalem and Jericho. Over time, this stream created a craggy valley that is deep and dark and narrow. Uh, sometimes it's only about 12 feet in width. It can be a very dangerous valley to travel through. It is a steep, narrow canyon that is so steep that the sun only hits the bottom typically each day at high noon. Otherwise, most of the time, the bottom of the valley is basically dark. David compared death to a valley, to this particular valley. He expresses no doubt about the fact that all of us are going to walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Every one of us are going to die. That's just a fact. The Bible says it's appointed unto man once to die, and after this, the judgment. We all have an appointment with death. Have you ever thought about this? Mankind is the only creature in this universe who is aware of the fact that he's going to die. God has given us that awareness. We know we're not going to live forever on this earth, and that's why the prophet Amos said years ago, prepare to meet thy God. We're not going to be here forever. We're going to live somewhere after this life, after death, we're going to live on in eternity in a place called heaven or a place called hell, and which it is for you is up to you by whether or not you choose Jesus to be your good shepherd. I pray that you will choose him. Well, David talks about death as being like this valley that we must walk through. But I want you to know this as a Christian, you don't have to fear that valley. You don't have to fear the moment of death. Why does David use this imagery? He uses it because the valley is often the best way 
to get to the mountaintop. All right? You know, David, uh, as a shepherd, uh, had something in mind when he was talking about this. He was referring to the time of the year in which a shepherd would lead the sheep from the lowlands up to the highlands. Now, during the summer, the lowlands would become like a desert. They would become bone dry. And so the shepherd, in order to find water and green grass for its sheep, would go to the highlands. And often the way to do that took them through the valley, through the valley of the shadow of death. Why did they go through the valley? Because the valley was the best way to get to the mountaintop. And often it's that way for us too. We have to go through the valley before that we can get to the top of the mountain. Well, I'm here to tell you today that death is the valley that God uses to take us to the mountaintop of heaven. No wonder the psalmist said, precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. No wonder the scripture says that. Oh, a lady who was a dear, dear Christian was on her deathbed. She was old and full of years. She lived so closely to the Lord. She was a saint in just about everybody's book. And as this dear saint of God with her body frail and her life ebbing away, as she was there on her deathbed, her loved ones had gathered around her. Many of them were expressing deep emotion. They were crying. Some of them were weeping loudly. Others just stood kind of wringing their hands at, at this moment. And among some of the final words that this dear Christian lady shared were these words. She looked at her family who had already started to grieve, and she said, Now go ahead and cry if you must, but don't cry for me. I'm tickled to death to die. <laughs> I love that. I'm tickled to death to die. She knew what was waiting for her. And because the Lord had been her shepherd throughout all these years of her life, she knew that she did not have to be afraid of death's power. So if you're going to overcome the fear of death, the first thing that you must do, don't be afraid of death's power. But there's a second point that I want to make, a second way that you can overcome the fear of death, and here it is. Do be aware of God's presence. Do be aware of God's presence. Now, the reason David feared no evil is because thou art with me. You are with me, David said of the good shepherd. Now, there's a tremendous change grammatically that is taking place in this passage of Scripture between the first three verses and the fourth verse. You'll notice that in verse 3 that David is talking there in third person and he's talking about the shepherd. But when you get to verse 4, he changes to the second person and now he is talking to the shepherd. 
to the shepherd. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. I want us to think about this statement for a moment that you are with me. David is talking to the shepherd in these, in this verse. Do you know why David did that? Why he said that? Because David knew as a shepherd that sheep, they never go through those valleys alone. The shepherd is always with them. The shepherd is there looking out for them. Sheep never have to go into those dangerous, difficult places alone. The shepherd is always there. Now we're told that we're going to walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Now anytime there's a shadow, there must be light. <laughs> you can't have a shadow except in the presence of light. Have you ever heard some people say, or it's said of some people, that they're afraid of their own shadow? <laughs> well, if you're one of those people who is afraid of your own shadow, let me give you some advice. Just turn around and look straight toward the light. And when you do, the light is going to be in front of you and your shadow is going to be back here behind you. Look to the light and you don't have to worry about the shadow that now falls behind you. You see, the shepherd is there. He is our light in the midst of this dark valley of death that we have to walk through. It's not so dark because He is there. And all we face of death is the shadow of death. You know, there's good news here. The shepherd never takes his flock where he has not gone before. The shepherd knows where the cliffs are. The shepherd knows where the dangerous rocks are. The shepherd knows where wild animals may be in wait to attack. And so the shepherd is familiar with the route. He knows what to do, and the shepherd has been there. And I want to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, our good shepherd, the Lord Jesus Christ, He has gone to face death before any of us ever have to. He has faced death for us. Our shepherd, the Lord Jesus, has walked through the valley of the shadow of death. Donald Gray Barnhouse was a great Presbyterian preacher from years gone by. As a young man, while their children were still very young, Dr. Barnhouse's wife passed away tragically. It left him to raise those small children. And so as they were driving to the funeral that day for his wife and their mother, they came to a stoplight. And as they sat there at that stoplight, a huge truck pulled up beside them and it cast a shadow over their entire car. Barnhouse seizing the moment, looked at his children and said, Kids, look at that truck over there beside of us and look now 
at its shadow. Now, which one would you rather be run over by? The truck or its shadow? The little boy almost immediately answered, and he said, the shadow, Daddy, because shadows can't hurt anybody. Dr. Barnhouse then said, Kids, I want you to remember something. Death is a truck, but the only thing that will ever touch you is the shadow. Because on the cross, the truck of death ran over the Lord Jesus Christ, and the only thing left of that truck now is its shadow. Death, ladies and gentlemen, is only a former shadow of itself because of the crucifixion and the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. He has gone before us. He has made the way safe. He walks with us when we go through the valley of the shadow of death. And so, if you want to overcome the fear of death, number one, don't be afraid of death's power. Number two, don't, uh, number two, do be aware of God's presence. But number three, definitely be assured of the Lord's protection. Be assured of His protection in your life. David gives us another reason here for why that we don't have to fear death. Right at the end of verse 4, he says, For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Now in the Middle East, a shepherd only carried two tools with him, a rod and a staff. Both of them mentioned in this passage of Scripture because of their importance. The purpose of the rod was to guard the sheep. With that rod, the shepherd would use it to, as a club to kill bears and snakes and to drive off wolves and all kinds of wild animals. Whenever the sheep would see the rod in the shepherd's hand, there would be a calmness because the sheep knew that the shepherd could guard them. And so there's the rod that guards. But then there's the second tool of the shepherd, which is the staff. Now where the rod is used to guard the sheep, the staff was used to guide the sheep. One was used to protect the sheep, but the other was used to direct the sheep. And that was the purpose of the staff, was to guide and direct the sheep. I suppose that the one symbol that would always be synonymous with a shepherd more than any other would be that symbol of the staff, the shepherd's staff that he always carried with him. The shepherd's staff was about four feet long. It had a crooked end kind of like a walking cane. And the shepherd was an absolute expert at how to use that staff to guide the sheep. You see, when they were walking along a dangerous or a difficult path, 
and a sheep started to get too close to the edge of a cliff or too close to a danger zone, the shepherd was just gently reach over there with that staff and just kind of nudge the sheep on its side and the sheep would get back on safe ground again. Sometimes a sheep would wander completely off the path away from the others and in that case the shepherd would take the staff and he would use that crooked end and he would put it around the sheep's neck and gently just guide it and pull it back over to the rest of the sheep where it was supposed to be. Sometimes a sheep would get in trouble. A sheep might fall off a ledge and get hung up in briars or get into some kind of a difficult situation that it couldn't get out of by itself. And when that would happen, the shepherd would just again take that curved end of the shepherd's staff and he would reach down to where the sheep was in trouble and he would put the sheep, uh, put the hook underneath the, uh, the sheep's belly and he would gently lift the sheep up out of its trouble back on to the right path again. Aren't you glad we have that kind of a shepherd? We have a shepherd who can guard us. We have a shepherd who can guide us. And I just want to thank him today for being such an awesome, incredible shepherd to you and to me. And so there was nothing more comforting for those sheep than to see the shepherd and to see the rod and the staff that was there to guard and guide and to protect and to direct them along the way. Now, let me take all I've been saying about Psalm 23, verse number 4, and let me just state it in one simple sentence. One simple great truth, and here it is. If you walk with God through life, God will walk with you through death. Write that statement down somewhere. Let that statement sink into your mind. If you walk with God through life, God will walk with you through death. And therefore... There's nothing in life nor in death that we have to be afraid of. One of the greatest preachers that ever lived, lived during the 4th century, over 1,600 years ago. His name was John Chrysostom. He was such a skilled preacher and orator that they called him the Golden Mouth. He could just speak with such great eloquence. Well, uh, there's a story about this great preacher, and he was brought before the pagan rulers and commanded to give up his Christian faith. John Chrysostom refused, and when he did, he was brought before none other than the Roman emperor himself. Well, the Roman emperor threatened Chrysostom with banishment if he remained a Christian. And Chrysostom said, You cannot banish me because this whole world is my father's house. And then the emperor said, then I will slay you. John Chrysostom responded and said, you cannot slay me because my life, it is hid with Christ in God. 
And then the Roman emperor said, then I will take away your treasures. And Chrysostom responded and said, you cannot take away my treasure because my treasure is in heaven. And so is my heart. And then finally the Roman emperor said to Chrysostom, then I will drive you away from the presence of every human being and you won't have one friend left. And John Chrysostom responded and he said, you can't do that either. For I have a friend in heaven who sticks closer than a brother and nothing can separate me from the love of Christ. And with that, John Chrysostom stood up. He looked the emperor directly in the eye and he said, you need to understand in my heart There is no fear, for there is nothing that you can do that will ultimately hurt me. I love that statement. In my heart, there is no fear. And when you know the Lord is your shepherd, you can face life, whatever it holds, with no fear. And you can face death also with no fear. I pray that the Lord is indeed your shepherd, that Jesus is your good shepherd, and that you know Him personally. If you do, you have so much to rejoice in and to thank God for. But if you don't know Christ, consider praying a prayer where that you repent of your sins, you place saving faith, in the Lord Jesus and His finished work for you on the cross of Calvary and crown Him as the Lord of your life. Just say that to the Lord in prayer and mean that with all of your heart and invite Jesus to to come into your life and to forgive you of your sins and to give you a new heart and to give you a new beginning. And then He can be your shepherd and you too can be ready to face whatever life or death may hold. Praise the Lord for being such an awesome, incredible shepherd.